0: You're listening to the Connecticut Real Estate Edge podcast, your source for tips and tricks on building wealth through real estate in Connecticut. You will get the best techniques from leading local experts in real estate and lending. Now, here's your host, Robert Weinberg.
1: Good Saturday morning to everybody, and welcome to Mortgage Matters Radio Show, along with Rob Weinberg. I am Gary Byron. Rob, good morning to you, my friend. Good morning,
0: Gary. How are you?
1: I'm doing my best to hang in there. How about yourself? Same
0: thing. Doing my best every day. Listen, you have to, right? You can't give up, buddy. You have to. Are you busy? Yeah, it's been really busy, and I actually brought on a special guest today, Mr. Lewis Nero Jr., who's a home inspector here locally in Connecticut. Mr. Lewis Nero In all formal. <laughs> wow, I, I
1: guess so. Do you prefer Mr. Mr. Nero, Mr. Lewis Nero, Lou, Lewis? Just Lewis. That's ah, good. Good enough for me, Lewis. A home inspector. Um, well, why exactly, or what exactly? Let me ask you it this way. What exactly is... A home inspection and why why is it important? Why is it is it a necessity or to have one or, or let's start off with what your job is first as a home inspector.
2: So definitely, um, a lot of people would uh, in the real estate for, um, business um, always will just say um, we have to do the home inspection time. So mm-hmm. you put in your contract offer and they usually give you about two weeks um, and they say you have to do a home inspection to find out if there's any problems with the house and to see if this is something you want to purchase and know what expenses you have down the road. And that's what the home inspection kind of is like. Okay. Um, so what I like to tell a lot of people is a home inspection is kind of like going to the doctor and getting a physical done. So what you're going to do is you just like you go to the doctor, he's going to check you out and anything that he finds wrong, he's going to send you for either lab test or to take you to a specialist. We're going to do the same thing. We're just going to do the overall condition of the house and anything that we don't see that looks right. We'll refer you out to an electrician an HVAC or a plumber to have further evaluated.
1: Hmm. Interesting. In in what circumstances then should someone not get a home inspection?
2: Well, I'm (laughs) underneath the classification that no one should not get a home inspection. Um, I've had contractors that have been in the business for a long time and they say, oh, I could kind of go through the whole house and I'll know what's wrong with the whole house. And I've seen them sometimes, they might not be familiar with electrical or sometimes plumbing. They might say, it looks okay. And then we still find issues even when they're out there. So even people have been in the business and... In the trades, sometimes they might not have classifications in every single trade, and there's some things that we do know that they might not.
1: Are they necessary in order to have a sale of a home? Is it required by law? No. 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 Okay.
0: Many people waive a home inspection. I actually bought a brand new construction home back in 2007, and I didn't get a home inspection because it was a brand new house. No one had lived there or anything. (sighs) And uh, I was actually mentioning to Lewis before the show that – about a year after buying the house, I went and got a home inspection and they came up with tons of things. Really? Despite no one ever living in the house? Brand new home, uh, a very, very large, one of the top three builders in the whole United States. And it wasn't major issues that were uh, significant, but it was issues that I wish I would have known about. So I agree with Lewis. I think no matter what, you should get a home inspection, even if it's for what's called informational purposes only. A lot of contracts nowadays, they'll say you can get an inspection, but it's only for your information. You can't come back and ask us to do repairs and things like that. I think it's really important. You want to know what you're getting into. A home is a really big investment. And
1: and the buyer, I presume, is the one that's footing the bill for this. Yes. Uh, Supply and demand. I'm just hearing through the grapevine that there's not as many home inspectors than what's needed. Um, have you heard are you familiar with this or
2: I, I hear that a lot. Um, but then when you go on Facebook and you see the the things come up and they're saying they're looking for a home inspector, there's plenty of names that do come up. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Cause I alright because I was hearing that, man, sometimes you could take weeks on end more just, so you know, to appraisers
0: get are in short demand right oh. now or short supply. Home inspectors there are more, but uh appraisers, very, very short supply right now, just because of the barrier to entry with that. I think home inspectors, it's a little easier to become one, right? Some courses you have to take, some licensing. It's
2: actually kind of a little bit, they make it a little bit difficult to be a home inspector. So to be a home inspector, to be what they call an intern, Mm -hmm. um, you have to go through about like a 60 hour class. um, And then after you are done with the classes, you have to find a supervisor and you have to do 10 home inspections underneath the direct supervision of a licensed home inspector, and then 90 inspections have to be underneath that supervisor so that they could be indirect, which means they could just, you could do a job, mm-hmm. and they could just follow, and they look at the report after you send it, and they just review the report to make sure that you covered all the information that was on that inspection. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after you do your 100 home inspections, you have to take a national home inspector's exam, pass that, and then you could file for your licensing for to be a home inspector.
1: What are some of the most common issues, though, that are uncovered during a home inspection?
2: There's lots of issues that we find during a home inspection. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of the common ones that we see for like older houses, um, we find a lot of the the structure, like sill plates, um, which are actually um, a plate that goes above the foundation where your walls are attached to. Um, they'll get eaten out by termites, and we'll find that damage quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. And to replace something like that is kind of cost, costly to do something. Um, a lot of times we find plumbing and electrical. That's the other big things we find. So we'll find... Plumbing where people have not touched any plumbing. So people just think in their house that plumbing lasts forever. Uh, If you have copper piping and it's in a moist environment or you have some types of different water, like it could be alkaline, it will cause corrosion on your pipes and the solder joints on there. And that could also cause some leaking. So Mm -hmm. a lot of things. And then electrical, we see double taps a lot, um, which is always a confusing one for people, but it's actually... Two hot wires going to one breaker, and the reason why they don't like it is that because it can loosen up and cause arcing.
1: How long does it usually take? I, this sounds like you're there all day.
2: So there, there's a lot of variances between inspectors. And um, what, one thing I would recommend is if you have someone that goes in there for a very short period of time, you are looking at a lot of different things. Um, so they really shouldn't be in there for a very short period of time. Um, sometimes they last depending upon the size of the house, too. So they could be an all-day affair, or usually they're probably about three hours long to do a normal house.
1: Are you there by yourself, or do you have a crew? Because um, I'm an, I can't imagine going through every hall, every room internally, externally, up on the roof. You're doing running tests and checking furnaces and checking driveways, and I mean, it sounds like a, it sounds like it's more than a three-hour ordeal to have a complete. A uh, thorough inspection, unless of course you've got a crew of people with you, or at least a few. Uh, I shouldn't say crew, but uh, more than one person. I should say.
2: Yeah. So uh, some of the stuff I do outsource out. So I have like a termite guy that comes with me that helps me out with the termite inspections. Right. right. Um, and then I also sometimes um will have if it's a larger house. Uh, I actually do have sometimes my father. I'm able to work with my father. Sometimes ah, he helps me out. Nice. Um, but yeah, you, once you get into a lot of home inspectors, we'll get into um, a rhythm. So we'll like, I'll check the basement, I'll go up to the second floor, run the plumbing off the second floor to see if there's any leaks. So I go from the basement, start up to the top, and then go to the bottom level. So that this week here, if there's any water or leakage or anything, you're gonna find it when you're looking at the inspection
0: on the bottom floor. So
1: oh uh, see, now now I understand why it's only taking three hours. Cause I'm like, oh, what I kind of what the kind last of
0: last one I did took uh maybe about five hours. Like you said, it depends on the square footage of the home, I think, in sure. the bedrooms and bathrooms. I'm sure like a multi million dollar property that's maybe six, seven thousand square feet, that could be an all day inspection versus, you know, a two bedroom, one bath. 1200 square foot home which is probably more common right
2: yeah so like usually what we consider like a a average size home 2500 square feet um i did have one that was in greenwich that was like a six thousand square foot house and yeah that was all day so
1: what's the difference i think a lot of people use these uh these titles or these professions interchangeably and they're probably anything but they're probably complete opposite but this is why i'm asking you uh, an inspector. What is the difference between an appraisal and an inspection?
2: A lot of people will actually confuse the two. Yes, quite I a figured bit. that you'd say. That, yeah. <laughs> um I like to think of an appraisal as more so you're trying to see you, for the mortgage company your market value. So this way here if for something for some reason or another um you were to default on your loan or something like that, the bank wants to make sure that they could get the amount of money in the house to pay off the 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 loan so that this way here they're not upside down so the banks will have their own so that's where you get into the market value of that to see if the house is worth where the property is um home inspection is we don't do anything with market value actually a lot of people ask me oh is this house worth it for the price and i say i know i go into a home inspection i don't know the cost of the house i don't know nothing about the house the only thing i go in there i drive up and i take a look at the house and then all of a sudden right when i get there i start learning about the house So I walk in there, I say, okay, this is the type of construction it is, and I look at seeing where the land, how grading and everything else goes through there, where water's flowing around the house. Mm -hmm. Water intrusion into the house is the biggest enemy of the home. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking at all the different things and where we might find problems. So if we find there's um, a spot where the gutters are missing, we're going to be looking at where um, damage could be around there. So.
0: Absolutely. I, I agree that there's a huge difference and a lot of, um, I wouldn't really call it a misconception, but just confusion about a home inspection versus an appraisal. And you could order an appraisal as just a home buyer on your own, if even if you're not getting a mortgage. But like oh. Lewis said, it typically is going to be ordered by the mortgage company, the loan processor and whatnot to validate the appraised value. Now, from a mortgage lending standpoint, we don't need a copy of your home inspection. The home inspection is just for the realtor and the buyer. Um, So a lot of people think that the mortgage lender is going to want that and it's going to affect their loan. But unless there's something mentioned in the appraisal that's bringing up a red flag, like a roof issue, foundation issue, that's when the underwriter might ask for a home inspection, a roof inspection I've had to get a couple times, um, water tests, things like that, well inspections. But usually they're only going to require those if there's a red flag that comes up on the appraisal. Okay. So don't feel like you have to get the inspection for the lender. And as far as home inspector, like where to source, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but usually the realtor is going to be a resource for you um, as far as a home buyer of like your first line of defense of where do I get that home inspector? Start with the realtor. Just like the lender will find the appraiser, the realtor can be a great resource for a top-notch home inspector. They've probably dealt with a lot of home inspectors before. They know which ones are good and bad. Um, You know, you don't want to be in a position where you're waiting weeks for a home inspection report because like Lewis mentioned, a lot of time in the contract, you're going to have only a certain amount of time. To get this home inspection done, get it back, review it, and then renegotiate if necessary, which Does happen from time to time something comes up in a home inspection you're not really expecting you're not really aware of and you need to renegotiate maybe get some extra money towards closing costs from the seller adjust the sales price or have them in writing say that they're going to take care of certain repairs so if you wait weeks just to get that home inspection you're going to be behind the eight ball because like we've talked about previously these real estate transactions are very time sensitive there's deadlines that have to be met. And one of those deadlines is the home inspection deadline. So I've seen scenarios where it can derail the entire transaction just by having a home inspector that either can't get out there for several weeks or they get out there and then it takes them a week to get you the report back. What would you say, Lewis, is an average time when you get to a property versus when you actually would get that report back? The reports, they should be, um, some
2: people will produce them on site. Um, I will not produce a report on site because I like to sleep on it. Um, there's going to be things, and I like to review all the pictures and take a look at the pictures, and sometimes when after I get off a site, I'll look at something for a picture, and I'll be like, oh, I might have seen something in the, in the photo that I was like, let me look at that a little bit further and let me think about it. So I usually do like 24 hours for a report. How
1: um, many pictures do you take?
2: Um, how many pictures we put in a report? How many pictures we take? <laughs> Both. (laughs) Uh, I take about, in an average home, I take about 300 pictures. Wow. Okay, and
1: then for the report?
2: The report, uh, if we were to put 300 pictures into a report for a 300-page report, plus all the regular writing that you have in it for a 400-page report, no one would want to read that. No, of course not. So we just try to put in some of the major defects inside for pictures, Um, Mm -hmm. so we try to keep our report about 100 pages or less. Have
1: you ever had to go back and revisit a site? And say, you know what? I need to take a closer look at this. The photo's not, It's. I don't know if it's just the angle. Is this a, a sun ray? Is this a shadow? I need to go back there and revisit it. Have you ever had to do that?
2: Sometimes where we, so a lot of people choose to do radon, which is like a whole separate topic on for home inspections so it's an added on service. Um, they don't look at that for a regular home inspection, but a lot of people will do that in Connecticut is radon. So we'll go back. Uh, two days afterwards to go pick up the radon and sometimes yes that's what we will do we'll actually go back and take a look at something and be like i gotta take a look at that and see what was going on with that because i just got to look at it again so <laughs>
1: <laughs> now what happens though if you or an inspector if you miss something which later turns out to be a problem
2: yes um So I actually started off my career doing home energy audits and, um, that's actually how I got into this business. My old boss, um, brought up the idea of doing home inspection because we used to hear from a lot of, um, customers at that time that they would say, oh, my home inspector missed this or my home inspector didn't find this. Um, so that's where we said there might be a need for this. So that's where I actually wanted to get into this business. Um, but yes, that does happen. Um we're all going to have different um, specialties. We all come from different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. So I have a home energy background, so I know a lot about insulation and air leakage inside of a house. Some inspectors will come back from a plumbing background, so they'll have more expertise on plumbing or electrical. So we all come from different things. Um, Most of the big stuff we'll all usually find. Um, So sometimes it might be some little things that you find, or if it is a major thing, definitely contact your home inspector. Um, We do want to try to make it right, um, but we always find everything no. Um, Do we always want to try to make something right? Um, We are in a business, um, and as a business, I think everybody tries to um, please their customers, so we will try to make it right, whatever we we find.
0: Is there any legal repercussion someone would have if, let's say, you missed something major that caused a fire or... Cause something you know that had financial hardship for that person that got the inspection. Do you carry insurance for that sort of thing, or
2: so we all we all carry some type of insurance. There's some types of E and O insurance or general liability um, insurance. Um, In Connecticut, all you need to have is general liability. You don't have to have errors and omissions in Connecticut. Um, that's what I was taught for a law class. Um, <laughs> and we do have to do a law class every year for our licensing. So
1: hold hold on to that. I, I want you to finish answering that question, but I wanted to talk to you about the education process of this becoming to become an inspector, but no, please continue.
2: Yep. Yeah, so, um, as, so then yet yeah, so you are supposed to be to take a law class. Um, and then what you want to try to do, um, for, um, yeah, so hold on, let me rephrase that. So you're, you're there. So there is repercussions. Okay. Um, we all follow as home inspectors. We call it the standards of practice of um, home inspectors. Sure. So we're licensed by the state, and that's the form that we use. So that is everything. So if we miss something that's in that form, then, yes, we are uh, legally liable for something. Okay. There is a lot of stuff that is actually excluded in that that a lot of people don't think about. Um, so if anything is shut off, we cannot turn it on. Um, if, uh, water shut off, a plumber has to turn that on. That's not our licensing; that goes above our license. Okay. So you need a plumber to do that. Um, if there's anything that's not operational for the, for the boiler or for the heating system, if it doesn't work by that thermostat, that's as as, as far as we could go for diagnosing of something not working. If it doesn't work by the thermostat and it's not working, then an HVAC contractor has to do the, has to figure out why it's not working.
1: How long is the education process in this?
2: Um, it all depends. Um, and, where, and where do
1: you go? I know you're state licensed, but but where do you go for to, to go to school for this?
2: There are there's online schools for it. Okay. Um, some of the associations, so there's called um, ASHI, which is the American Society of Home Inspectors. There's another uh, association called Internashi, which is the International Association of Home Inspectors, and they will do online training or they will do training um, through their associations to help you there. There is actually one. School One, where I took my training is there's a place in uh, Stanford. Um, It was a home inspector down there, Steve Gladstone, and that's where I went for my training. So he's the only one I think that's licensed in Connecticut that does home inspector training.
1: Interesting. I, I no, I, I, find this fascinating because it sounds like you can make a really good living doing this, and yet I don't talk to too many home inspectors. You would think that there would be more people. So I'm thinking, is is it is it a rigorous education program? How long are you in school for? Because I, I would also assume that I know you're not licensed in electrical and plumbing and so on and so forth. You, if you're going to do a, an inspection, you said earlier at the beginning of the show that sometimes you'd have to call in a plumber. <clears throat> excuse me, or an electrician. Um, hvac person whatever you know because you're not licensed in it but you'd have to know a little bit about each of those just a cursory enough uh, amount enough just enough to know what to be looking for and what flags i would i would imagine would go off if you see something that doesn't look quite copacetic you follow what i'm saying
2: definitely um so there's a lot of stuff that we have to look at and that's where a lot of people will say oh I don't understand why we need a home inspection. You guys are not able to look at this or look at that. Or if that's not working, then you can't really report on that. Right. Um, but there's still stuff that we do fine. Um, so there'll be like rusted pipes that sometimes that, that's what we're there for is kind of try to guide somebody on what you have down the road for maintenance. Yeah. Um, and what those and a lot of people I'll see on Facebook, they'll say, oh, I just had this happen in my house. <laughs> I need the cheapest and quickest right, person right. to come out. <laughs> Right now, like you said, um, everything nowadays has a cost to it, and the costs are going up with everything.
1: Hold, hold on to that thought. I want to go I want to go return right there folks. You're listening to Mortgage Mad Mortgage Matters radio show with Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. You can contact uh, Rob Weinberg at 860-413-3938. Check out his website at uh, robgw.com. Our special guest uh, this morning is uh, Louis Nero Jr. He is a home inspector with uh, Magnified Home Inspections. You can check out his website at magnifiedhi.com. His phone number is 860-980-0316. Again, 860-980-0316. Okay, so you're talking about fees. Listen, I'm not going to ask you what you charge. It's all relative to the size of the home and how many bedrooms. And like you were referencing earlier, it could be a million-dollar home. It could be you know a two-bedroom house. But let me just ask you, on an average home, what is the window so I'm not asking for an average. I'm not asking for a precise amount. Certainly, what is the average window though? Of it, it could range anything from to an average a three bedroom ho house, middle America, you know, middle uh, sorry middle class. Excuse me. It could range from this amount to this amount. What kind of what for
2: for gonna, an average size home? Um, if yeah. you're if you're just doing just the home inspection, yeah. Um. 'Cause there's a lot of like I said, there's a lot of stuff that's excluded from a home inspection. Sure. That a lot of people think that are included in there. Um so like radon's excluded, termites is actually excluded from a Oof. home inspection. Um so you have to that's actually an added on service. Um and also mold is excluded out of there and actually environmental issues like asbestos and lead is actually excluded from a home inspection. Um, that a lot of people don't think about, and they think that's all included. All right, so
1: so exclu- Just give me what's the what's the window of of fees there it would cost to get a home inspection for an
2: average house. You're probably talking about four hundred to about seven hundred. Okay,
1: that's that's not too bad. Let me ask you, where can uh, a home buyer find the best home inspector for their needs? It's not a one size fits all. I would imagine not every home inspector is necessarily for everybody. Or am I or am I wrong? Is it is can anybody is it all you know one size fits all?
2: Well, the only inspector you have to call is just me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. Okay,
1: simple answer. Then. then, then let's say I call you. Then, what are some of the questions that I should be asking uh, you? And and, and uh, what are some of the questions that you should be asking me? How do we know we're going to be a good fit?
2: That's that's a that's a good good question because um a lot of people. Always just think of the home inspection as, okay, what do I do? It's it's the home inspection time. i got to find a home inspector. Um, definitely your real estate agent is definitely going to be a good source of information for who they know and to give you a list of names. Sure. Um, the other way I would try to go is I would try to take a look at online reviews and talk to the home inspector. Find out what his education is. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I would definitely recommend is um, every home inspector will give a copy of their home inspection report. And that is the most vital thing. That's the thing you're going to be using to learn about your house. You want to make sure you have a copy of that home inspection report that they send you as a sample and see if it's easy to read, understand, digest, and actually able to, to work with it. Um, that is going to be what you're, that's your, what you're paying for. That's your finished product. Uh, product. I didn't so, even
0: realize that. So you can ask the home inspector and say, I'd like a copy of a sample report, and you guys will freely give that up.
2: Yeah, most of the time we'll freely give it up that we all have at least a sample report in our – I could email one out today to somebody. So, um, And that's what you want to find out because that's going to be the – and then the other thing you want to do is talk to them. Have a conversation with them. Are they easy to talk to? Are they going to be able to educate you a little bit? Um, You want someone that's easy to work with for you, and every personality is going to be different. So you do want to find someone that you can talk to very easily, and you're going to want to look at the sample product of the inspection report to see if it's easy to read. Uh, If it's very hard to read and you have a lot of questions on it, then that might not be the right fit for you. If it's an easy to read and everything's in there pretty easily and there's a lot of pictures in there, then that might be someone that you would want to go with.
0: Mm. I think you could double tier – Finding the home inspector too, along the lines of what you said, which is take that list from your realtor or online, go look at, go look up that list and see who's got the top reviews, and then maybe take a couple of those right. and actually interview them to see what's best with your communication style, your personality, because you are going to be working close with this person and you're making a big investment here.
1: And their availability you might find some people, they can't meet with you for weeks on end. You
0: know, this That's is going to be six, six
1: weeks away. And you're like, well, I could deal with half that, two or three weeks away, but.
0: Sometimes you have no choice because in most uh, sales contracts, you only have a 10 day or two week period that you can get the inspection. So if somebody's further out than that, or like you said, they're going to take weeks to get a report, it's absolutely not going to work. It's going to derail the whole transaction.
1: Rob, I know earlier you said that it's not mandated by law, uh, but you shared a ex- personal experience with a property that you own. that was a, that was a, a brand new. No one ever lived in it. it was It was a, mm-hmm. a new, a new uh, home. Um, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I was a little surprised to hear that that, that came back where it needed. Uh, so, how rare, though, is that? How, when you, when somebody asks you your personal experiences, should they get a home inspector? There, a lot of people are trying to save a dollar mm-hmm. here and there. There's so many other closing costs and so mm-hmm. many other fees. Do um, you share your personal experiences with them? Encourage them to get a home I, I always
0: encourage them, especially in Connecticut, where we have so many homes that are older, yeah. that were built before True. 1960 and 70. You know, these building guidelines and things are always changing. I think it's really a non negotiable. If you're a real estate investor or somebody that's looking at real estate as a major asset, which you should be, a home inspection is a non negotiable. I mean, my real estate investor clients, if they're not contractors themselves and have a lot of experience in that realm, they have a go-to relationship with a home inspector that they work well with that can go in there and get them the information. But another thing that I explain to all my clients is expect that the home inspection is going to come back with issues. It's going to come back with items because like Lewis said, they're not only looking at where's it at today, they're looking at what Maintenance and repairs are going to be needed a year from now, five years from now. So I have seen every single home inspection that has issues. You're not just going to have an inspector say, "Oh yeah, the house is in good condition. Have a good no, day." But, but the buyer can
1: use that to his or her advantage That's to, to lower for. the to lower the, the either lower the price. price
0: or change the price, get closing cost concessions and repairs.
1: I want to thank our guest, uh, Louis Nero Jr. You can contact him at Magnified Home Inspections. Uh, 860-980-0316, again, 860-980-0316, online at uh, magnifiedhi.com for your home inspection needs. Also, you can easily contact our old buddy here, Rob Weinberg, very easy to get a hold of him. It is robgw.com, again, robgw.com. You can also give them a buzz, 860-413-3938. Again, 860-413-3938. And by the way, if you've got a question that you would like uh, asked right here on these very airwaves uh, pertaining to mortgages, simply email Mortgage Matters Radio Show at gmail.com. For... Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. Thank you so much for listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show. Until next Saturday, have a good one, everybody. So long.
0: Thanks for listening. If you have questions about the information we've covered or would like to discuss mortgage financing for your situation, you can reach Robert Weinberg by visiting www.robgw.com.